Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. This episode commemorates the Ides of March, March 15th on the Old Roman calendar. The Ides originally corresponded to the full moon and all the superstitions that came with it. It continues to live on in history because it was the day Julius Caesar was assassinated. To commemorate it, poems by two Julies and a Julia. Julie Cadwallader Staub said, I was sitting by Lake Champlain watching the sunset when a mama mallard waddled along with her ducklings. I was inspired by the confidence she displayed as she settled into the water with all those ducklings following her. And that prompted her, Julie, not the Mama Mallard, to write Mallards. The Mama Mallard knows, as well as anyone, the slicing teeth of the northern pike, the vice-like grip of the snapping turtle, the deadly silence of the mink. Yet she waddles from the bank, sinks happily into the water, and nine ducklings tumble in after her, those perky puffs of delight, scooting forward and back around their mother. There are thousands of ways to step out in faith, and surely this is one of them, to venture into this world of viciousness and tenderness. Though we remember the times the snapping turtle rose from the bottomlands, though we are still lost in a lake of emptiness trying to capture ripples, yet, like the mallard, we amble out of our nests into the day, expecting our precious children to do the same, to venture forth counting on tenderness, knowing in our bones that none of us, not one, was born to stay on land. Julie Cadwallader Staub's Mallards from Passager, Issue 65 As I said, it was on the Ides of March in 44 BCE that the Roman general Julius Caesar was assassinated by members of the Roman Senate. Did any of the rest of you have to read Caesar's Gallic Wars in Latin class? I did. He came, he saw, and he conquered my previous good grades in that class. Julia Carter Aldrich said, I have always been moved and inspired by what is not said, what is not remembered, what is left behind, and the eerie sense of presence and presences that hang on. I lived in a once thriving river town, she said, and even though a freight train still ran through the town, it was the silence that was thick with meaning. Here's her poem, Tell Me. Tell me. Does the mountain remember being larded with blasting powder? Is there caught in the throats of tapped-out minds memory of the grind of iron claw on granite, the throb of engines with their haul, trod of oxen, grunt of men? What of the weird and waiting silence when the mineralogists had gone back home, the rusted cranes, their bent and broken backs abandoned, stone pylons hollow with their fire gone cold? Is there from these no breath at all? Tell me, does the river remember what is gone? Night laughter from long-leveled shanties? Paddies, guineas, hunkies, pollocks, and squareheads? Some died, some stayed. Most of them moved on. As for the forests, do the killed wolves sing? Do they mind their wild-haired beauty feared? Their good not jotted down. Tell me, does the land remember what is gone?
Julia Carter Aldrich's Tell Me, also from Passenger, Issue 65. The Ides of March is probably even more famous because Shakespeare wrote a play about Caesar, in which a soothsayer, whatever that is, warned him to Beware the Ides of March. And you'll recall, as he was being stabbed by multiple members of the Roman Senate, Caesar said to his friend Marcus Brutus, Et tu, Brute? Even you, Brutus? We'll end with Julie LeMay's His Sadness is a Lake, from Passager, Issue 53. His sadness is a lake. He tells me, if one tear leaks out, they will never stop. He leans, now silent, against the ice of the passenger window. The full moon watches through the falling snow. I order his happy meal, stare at the bright red and yellow sign like it's a star to wish upon. I roll up the window and hear the tightness of his grief sitting in the space between us. He is sad because he is nine. He is sad because everything changes. I, too, am still reading that scripture. The moon doesn't stay forever. The moon can't always be seen. The boy turns away, looks out the window. The boy tries to make himself invisible. Mommy can't fix everything. Mommy can't fix anything. The boy will not cry tonight. When he is 23 years old, he will remember this night and cry tears of granite. Crying is overrated. Ria, Ria, Ranka, I sing, as my grandmother sang to me. The moon smiles while snow drifts on a frozen lake. His Sadness is a Lake, Julie LeMay To subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore.